Hi all, this is RV Empath here, and you're listening to the podcast RVE for the HSP. Welcome. It is Friday, December 4th, 2020, and how are you doing? How are you doing? Because there is, of course, a lot of heightened energy available to everyone right now, so make sure that you're doing what is best for yourself in terms of keeping yourself calm and balanced. Very, very important overall, like in general, not to mention stressful times, which is what we're in right now. We are in stressful times, peeps. (laughs) Breaking news. (laughs) So anyway, The key is to try to shift how you feel inside and what you're thinking to be able to move forward in terms of living a best life. And that means always reaching for the the good, okay? And connecting with God, universal energy, God being shorthand for good. Very, very important. Even essential. Self-love, also essential. The ability to uh, forgive, accept, and love oneself, essential. So we're clearing up and healing dramas and traumas and muck and yuck from our past, from our subconscious, closing out karmic cycles, and this is not easy. Myself, I'm really struggling against blocks, um, mental blocks that have to do with work, career versus vocation, um, energy levels, um, procrastination issues, lack and scarcity beliefs having to do with finances and money and abundance Um, issues having to do with confidence and competence and I'm pretty good overall I've come a long way in terms of these things but man right now I am smacked up against the wall I'm in a whole new phase of trying to break through again and um that's just something that we need to kind of come to come to grips with that as long as we are living and breathing and and uh, still on earth (laughs) um, we're working on ourselves and we're healing or out in space I have to also include astronauts (laughs) at this point too but um (laughs) while we are living this life sort of recognize the fact that it's a circular moving forward it's not a straight line so we tend to have to deal with the same issues and lessons that are just packaged differently but it's the same kind of stuff we deal with it over and over sometimes but I think once it heals we go for longer periods of time without having to deal with it 
And then when we do, it's for a shorter amount of time that we have to spend healing and upgrading and whatever, (laughs) upgrading our belief system or um, dusting it off, giving it a good clean, (laughs) polishing it up a little bit. And then and then we're back, like moving forward (laughs) again. I mean, we're always moving forward, even when we're staying still, even when it appears that we're going backward. That's the mind warp of it. So, um, what's my point? It's such a trip when when you lose your train of thought (laughs) mid-sentence. And I don't know if it's because if it has to do with menopause, if it has to do with my cancer treatment, if it has to do with the medication that I'm currently on, which is tamoxifen, or if it has to do with the... um, anaphylactic shock thing that I went through (laughs) situation there that happened during chemo so um which is very rare (laughs) but but it happens you know people have different sensitivities nowadays something to recognize and I mean it comes in different forms I mean there are some people who are very very sensitive when it comes to smells I think we all are um to some degree, but then there's others who, you know, it's much stronger. So I don't know, that's kind of like a side rant. I don't know why I'm going down that road. But I was talking about how I forgot what I was saying mid sentence. Yeah, it's probably a mix of everything as to why that happens. Um, I do want to, sometimes I can pick up the thread again, though, if I give myself a minute. So, I was talking about like framing things to the positive and how we move forward even when it doesn't seem like we are. And, um, of course, the importance of staying calm and balanced. Mm-hmm. But what, what was I trying to get at? You, you all, I'm sure you know. <laughs> You're going, yeah, we know. It doesn't matter. Move on. Okay, fair enough. I will. So, we are going to talk more about astrology in the astrological portion, which will be coming up in a couple of minutes. But that's something to definitely still keep in mind that now is the time to work, yes, and break through obstacles. That's what I wanted to circle back to is my personal struggles and the fact that I've realized certain situations in our life will need to be maintained in a healing way um, in perpetuity. So just come to grips with that and you're uh, a lot better off (laughs) than if you fight against that notion. It's no big deal. Like I said, it doesn't have, you know, like with certain fears that I've worked on healing. Um, And other issues personally like I said it doesn't pop up as much and then when it does it's not as severe and it's not as for as long a time so that's all good it's all good woohoo that's what we're working for and on and so that whole Capricorn and stellium astrologically is happening Saturn is preparing to move into Aquarius as well as Jupiter 
and you likely know they're very conjunct towards the end of the month so they're going to be like this superstar <laughs> in the sky which is beautiful that hasn't happened for like 800 years or something all good stuffs and I guess this is as good a time as any to move into the astrological portion of the podcast so keep keep it up peeps keep on working on yourself because you have your own issues you have your own obstacles and shadow side stuff to heal so make sure you're working on it good job all right it is the fourth <laughs> we have mercury trine chiron retrograde well yeah that makes sense that's great energy for healing. Chiron retrograde is all about healing our anger specifically. And Mercury's the mind, how we communicate, what we take in as well. Mercury's in Sagittarius, so it's a great time to really be exploring new concepts, new information, taking classes, opening the mind, expanding one's horizons travel but travel can be pretty limited these days because we are still very much in the pandemic um, but it can be done smartly and safely as well so think about that um, mm -mm -mm. Sagittarius can also be about legal issues interestingly enough so um, you know they're different it's just a, a an expansive it can include new new beliefs too, incorporating like new ideas. So definitely focus on the more inspired energy that Sagittarius can bring and uh, kind of adventurous. Now, Chiron retrograde is in Aries. That is ruled by Mars. And it's a very energetic, there's a lot of energy there to reach goals. So it's a great combination. We also have Venus quintile Saturn. Venus is about love, harmony, social graces. That's in Scorpio, which is the shadow side endings and beginnings, you know, kind of karmic um, issues having to do with power and control, sex, death and taxes, as they say. Um, so Venus being there is good. Focus more on what Venus can bring that has to do with our morals and our values our natural talents and learned skills how we make money our self-worth as well so quintile is inner places of genius that we can't see so make sure that you look for it you're way more likely to see something if you look for it and that is um, Venus's quintile with Saturn in the Capricorn stellium, which is overcoming obstacles, um, healing and getting through restriction, who we are in the world, our long-term long -term goals, career, relationship to authority, large and small. So it's a big deal. So we want to look for the gifts and blessings that that Venus brings. Venus is also very kind of into the arts and beautiful things yeah <laughs> you know beauty like art and beauty that's one of the best things about life 
and love. You know, Venus is love, too. So, um, you know, it's just, I don't know what else to say, but it's some of the, the best things about being alive, right? Having those experiences. Healthy, um, the healthiest expression of those things. Ah, okay. Looking out over the weekend, we have Venus trying Neptune tomorrow, along with some smaller aspects, but we're focusing on the big stuff. Venus trying Neptune is gorgeous, because I was going to say this. I wanted to also talk about our spirituality and connection with God, universal energy. Um, So... That's important because I think when it comes to love and art and beautiful things, there's a spiritual aspect in it um, for many people, including myself. I mean, for everyone, really. But um, so Venus trying Neptune brings that out because Venus is love and social harmony and um, beauty and, you know, art like and morals like I was talking about. And Neptune is the link the the spiritual connection. So that's a beautiful energy happening there because trines are easy flowing, harmonious, supportive energies that can bring about opportunity. Neptune has a lot to do with finishing out cycles as well, closing out karmic cycles, dreams, kind of like the more dreamy, daydreamy parts of ourselves. It can also have to do with addictions. So It's a great positive aspect for connecting with God, universal energy, um, connecting to our inner selves as well, like go within, you know, going within is connecting with God or, you know, with the, (laughs) see now I'm, my words, I'm starting to trip over myself, but Um, there is this um, going within is like connection to I'm not really sure the words to use there are phrases like higher self but it's really you know our souls and that is is always best to connect with God God energy absolutely so um but there's the inner child as well, which is like part of our soul. It's very... I, I, I'm not really quite sure how to speak to it uh, any, any further than that. Um, but there is definitely the inner child within all of us. And that inner child like is our soul. Or certainly part of it. Hmm. I got to think about this more. <laughs> um, but Neptune can help with both of those things. <laughs> Going uh, within and connecting to the different levels of ourselves within. And connecting like 
surrounding it all with connecting with God universal energy and ground it with love. Whew. It's like kind of exhausting. So, <laughs> um, this connection is just all, I'm just referring to it under the umbrella of spirituality. And religion. I mean, spirituality and religion are like two sides of the same coin. Or very similar. Um, they're like under the same umbrella. <laughs> it's like spirituality slash religion. And then there's like a big... That is the the title for like a whole group of topics that fall underneath it. I don't know. Whatever. I'm getting very deep in today's podcast. I didn't quite plan it. So that's the biggest thing to focus on. There's a smaller stressful aspect between Venus and Mars on the 6th which is Sunday, but really focus on that Venus trine Neptune. That is the biggest thing over the weekend. Look more into it yourself. Venus and Scorpio trine Neptune and Pisces. Neptune rules Pisces, so it's very uh, powerful right now and recently went direct. Um, when did that happen? November 28th. So, not too long ago. So it's very powerful. Connect, whether you're more specifically religious or generally spiritual, that connection is very, very important. So, let's move on to guidance cards. I feel like I'm babbling at this point, and I don't even know how long I've been talking. It feels like forever. I'm now going to ground the cards in energy for the highest good of all, most benevolent outcome for all. I encourage you to do some conscious breathing and clear your mind as I do this, and I will be back shortly. Thank you. Okay, it was hard shuffling today. That was very hard. The cards are like thick, not shuffling well, and I, um, I kind of tried to fast track my, my grounding prayer that I do, and then it, I went back and did it again because it didn't feel right, and I don't know, that was just weird, but we're here now. So cards card or cards please for listeners to um, the Venus trine Neptune aspect that is going to be exact I think tomorrow uh, what's the best way that that can be um, 
what's the, what am I trying to ask? What can we keep in mind in terms of how to, how to beneficially bring that energy into our lives individually? Okay. Seven of Cups flipped out. Projections. Seven of Cups is all about choices, peeps. Choices, choices. How are we choosing to move forward? How are we choosing to think and feel? Remember, projections are a big deal right now. I have often talked about how the way you view the world and how you're thinking actually affects how you interpret interpret situations around you it it changes like how you see things so you can take the same situation and seven different people will see the exact same thing and there'll be like seven different versions <laughs> of what happened there's that old there's a movie old movie called Rashomon black and white um Asian film um I think it was even before uh any kind of auditory reel like yeah, I think it was um silent even like a silent movie so it was like all these different versions of the same thing happening by the people um standing around I don't know some situation happened some duel whatever and people had different uh, perspectives as as to what went down and why so it's I have experienced it in my own life where I thought something bad was happening and then when I inquired more into it I and uh, you know uh, observed further I was totally proven wrong 100% completely so that can happen and it's happening a lot so it's really important that this whole projection thing come to light that more people consider this because what you think and how you feel is definitely affecting how you perceive situations around you as and especially if you're of a fear mind oh my word um yeah it's it's like kind of crazy i don't know it's all psychology there's a psychology to it and also, if you like someone or don't like someone, that affects like how you interpret interpret <laughs> uh, what they're doing. You can take the same the person, okay? This person, they they do an action, and depending on whether you like them or depending on whether you don't like them, you interpret what they did differently. Isn't that a trip? I just think it's such a trip. Oh, okay. What else flew out? The Hierophant and the Sun. Yay. Uh, so the titles are Nothingness and Innocence. So the Hierophant is about uh, religion. It's about spirituality. It's about mentors, teachers, institutions, marriages, government. But it's about education as well. Like, um, it, it is, I tend to think of it more as kind of sp spirituality and education and mentors. So, 
It's titled Nothingness, and the card is fully blank. It's just black. And it reminds me of the back of our eyelids. Like when we close our eyes to meditate, this is what this card kind of speaks to me of in a symbolic way. So there's potential here. It's kind of the darkness where um, things, you know, the, the, the darkness of the womb, say, or the darkness underneath the ground where seeds sprout and, and uh, push themselves out of the ground, you know. Um, it's that place of, of pure potential. And then there's the sun, innocence. This is the happiest, healthiest, most whole card in the deck. It features the Zen dude with the praying mantis on his hand and the beautiful flowering in purple and pink and white flowers and gorgeous glowing healing light. Um, very beautiful card. But, but having these two, I mean, you have the darkness of life cycles and what is being you know born to the sun to the burst of light that is the sun these cards are beautiful together so any final things to focus on as we use the venus trine neptune aspect to the best of our ability or abilities Yeah, so as you're making choices in your daily life, how to heal, how to be your best self, recognize that what you're thinking is not always correct. <laughs> um, learning the art of and skill of um, being able to question your, yourself. And... Um, you know, as you deepen learning about something new moving forward in terms of spirituality and religion, um, and we're all hiking up that mountain toward the sun, bringing the sun into our lives as much as possible, and what that energy is, which is happy, healthy wholeness. Okay, that's it. I mean, I think that's it. Oh. So, the Five of Swords showed itself. I kind of flipped it, though. It made a noise, and I looked. <laughs> so, it's titled Comparison, and it features an oak tree on the card next to a stalk of bamboo. And it what this is referring to is how can you really like compare which is better there's they're different when it comes to trees there are so many different types of trees and it's it you can't say which is better than the other whether it's a big oak or a, a stalk of bamboo um, they both have their attributes so 
the five of swords is just reminding us to remember that about ourselves not to compare ourselves with others and to be mindful of where our mind is at because it can be a very um, uh, make sure that you are honoring who you are and who you want to be in the world and um, five of swords can also signal a time to really focus on the self which is definitely where we're at right now too we are very much in a time where everyone should be focusing on the self and healing okay I think that's it Ooh, queen of pentacles on the bottom flowering the tower thunderbolt nine of cups laziness eight of cups letting go yep high priestess inner voice yep 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 um, queen of swords morality and the master under that the master is like the moon version of the sun card <laughs> in this deck it's a great card to end on but yeah incorporating all of these things we're letting go of what no longer works for us we are celebrating the the, the wishes coming true and working on um, confronting our laziness within because we all can be lazy I'm sure in some way shape or form as we work through our this time of change and transformation and unblock our personal blooms and flower into our best selves and best lives okay with that I want to thank you for all that you are and do thanks for hanging in during this podcast look up rvmpath.com look up astrology astrology bear affirmation bear on Alexa through Amazon and look up my pamphlets that I have available on my website downloadable and um, <laughs> there's also free yourself from fear the fear rocks and how they can help on Amazon for $9.99 you know one of my pamphlets is about bring your true love twin flame to you and I talked a little bit about, about um, twin flames at this time in the podcast actually as I, I was closing um, yesterday so I think next week perhaps I will devote a podcast where I talk about it more deeply but I come from the perspective of it's a it's a very personal um, individual thing to go through and when one um, is even in what could be described as a twin flame relationship even then it's kind of an individual thing it's like an individual thing um, coupled <laughs> which is my experience of it and I spoke a little bit about how there's this whole community or I don't know I yesterday I found out about there's some um, kind of goofball things going on um, when it comes to twin flame and and all that I uh, well like I said we'll talk about it more next week I use it as just like a term of it's like a convenient sort of descriptor um, but I think my perspective is certainly more general <laughs> and all-encompassing than um, other things that I've seen out there but look for that podcast next week we'll try to sink more into it okay because even I don't even know I had to research it a little more <laughs> frankly but read the pamphlet if you're interested bring your true love twin flame to you 
I will definitely sign off now and again want to thank you. As always, I send you love and peace and wish you to be safe and well. Mwah.